Welcome to Social Worker Wine Time. You bring the cheese. We have the wine. We're here to share with you shit they don't tell you in social work school, stories about being helpers. When it comes to medical social work, we have seen and heard it all. During our episodes, we want to share some stories, laugh about them, talk to other helping professionals about their stories, and then laugh about those too. We're going to make light of all the humorous happenings and bizarre encounters in our day-to-day life. We are also working moms and wives, and we'll probably share some of our funny parenting and marriage stories that occur in our lives as well. Our purpose is to use humor to encourage those in the helping professions and working moms and wives. Hi, welcome back to Social Worker Wine Time. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. Hi, it's Christina. Hi, it's Meredith. And uh, don't forget Tom. He's our third co-host. He'll make appearances on certain episodes. This week's discussion is based on work life. You know, sounds, smells, and those emails. Meredith, you've recently uh, went through an office move, right? How was that? How did that go? Oh boy. So don't, don't ask me why, but somehow in a giant building, the air conditioning can break down in just one place. So um, my team had to move from our office to another office, except the office that we moved to was like a public office. And so we thought we were going to be there for like a week or a couple of days until they fixed the air conditioning. Cause you know, when you work in a medical type building, you would think that that would be a priority, right? Cause you don't want people to burn to death or sweat to death or boil in there. I think we were there, what, like three months. I don't know, but I just remember me losing the bet on what gets fixed first. Your, your air conditioner or my report. <laughs> That's right. We had maintenance. It was team maintenance versus team IT. IT. <laughs> maintenance won by about three days. Oh, yeah. Then they failed again on me. <laughs> yeah, then your report got fixed and then it stopped again. So yeah, we, uh, we went from having like our own private place where like we could invite people like Tom in to scream and uh, yeah, we use Tom a lot. He's a great coping skill and uh, to going into an office where there was multiple people who don't even speak. Apparently they're all silent and they just sit there and they work all day. And I mean, of course I sit there and work all day too, but I talk a little bit more. <laughs> just a little bit and uh and so I couldn't even see my coworkers anymore and normally we're like in a circle and we kind of sit in a circle but uh so that was definitely the most difficult office situation we've ever had we um used to be in a closet and like you had to announce when you were standing up because if you were rolling your chair back from your desk and you didn't tell the other person you would hit them yeah so yeah, you had to say, hey, I'm getting up and then roll your chair back, get up and then push it in and then squeeze through the other two chairs. And then, yeah, that's I've never a, had a window. Yeah, at that, um, when I when I worked at that, that the same hospital, my first office was a cubicle or not a cubicle, a closet. And um, it was probably a decent sized closet, but I had like two desks and a table and a bedside commode that sat in there forever. <laughs> Well, I guess if you had to pee. I was never going to leave. <laughs> but literally, I was in the closet for a couple yeah. of years. <laughs> oh, so you know, I did have a window at one point. Huh? You remember that? We all shared cubicles in one office. And it was like my first yeah. week. And there was like all these windows across the far end. And it was beautiful. Like it was, you know, yeah, it was sunlight. Mm-hmm but you were with everybody in the morning and everyone's getting ready and, you know, reading over your stuff. And I don't know, I got yelled at once cause I like put on my mascara at my desk. Uh, 
like you know I forgot it was in my purse I got to work and I put on my eye makeup like seriously who cares right apparently that was a no-no and um so like the first week I had a patient run into our office she was trying to escape apparently and she pulled out her IV as she ran into our office and tried to throw herself out our window and uh yeah it obviously didn't work because the window wasn't going to open and uh, now there's blood all over the first cubicle like all over the lab coat the chair the like it was those carpeted cubicles right like all over that stuff that's Mm -hmm. lining the cubicle all over the window and now there's like a crazy patient I'm like I'm about to duck under my desk apparently I'm supposed to like help calm her down and de-escalate her I'm like hiding like "Mm, get me the heck out of here I mean (laughs) I didn't know what I had gotten myself into and I started this. Car and takes 20 minutes to get there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that was that was fun. We've we've had our, our share of uh, interesting things too. I used to throw stuff when we were in our temporary office to get it away from the lack of air conditioning. I would uh, throw stuff over the cubicle wall to my coworkers to get their attention see if they were still there alive yeah alive there like if they wanted me to call somebody yeah yeah you still breathing just checking well right and like a nurse that can help you (laughs) i think there's a nurse in one of these cubicles over here (laughs) and then we discovered that we could message each other on teams and then i could stop throwing stuff yeah yeah that's nice that was a it was a much um yeah much more helpful uh communication tool than me throwing pencils over the top and it's probably a little safer yeah a little bit (laughs) oh I forgot that we couldn't put the lights up in there either remember that yes so yeah we couldn't put the lights up in the office because other office mates were bothered by the lights and it was making them giving them headaches or making them sick and again it's not my office I'm just kind of squatting here temporarily so I'm okay, whatever. It's not my place to, you know, say that I need light to work and function. I mean, you know, I have no right to say that, but, uh, so I would keep my window open, but one of the cubicles that we had didn't have a window. Like it was at the end of the window. So I was fine. My coworker was fine, but my other coworker was not. And so, um, we had to like try to find her a lamp. One day I brought her a flashlight. I mean, it was just like, yeah, yeah, it was bad. She could barely see the keys on the keyboard. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Apparently they were. Oh, go ahead. No, I would say apparently at some point when they had other coworkers who wanted the lights on, they said they built like roofs over their cubicles with cardboard. Yes. So in, um, in my current role, I probably moved my desk. Like literally I started in September of 17 and until I was mandated to work at home, I probably moved seven times in the same, well, in one building. And then once I just, once we moved into our new building, I stayed there until I went home. But they um, came in and they were taking out, like the light fixtures were three long bulbs and they were taking out one bulb in each section because it was, it was really, really bright, like literally. But I walked down one day and this guy literally had a fork over his desk and I'm like okay is he like hiding from somebody or <laughs> like and and I'm just you know I'm the type of person I'm just going to say something like completely like what the hell <laughs> what are you doing over there dude like I had moved to the other side of the, the building and I hadn't seen that and I walk over and I'm like are we are we like building forts now at work <laughs> right in our spare time now we're doing we're having fort fort day <laughs> you need a curtain <laughs> I mean it's just oh my god yeah so I guess my coworkers were not the only ones that did that kind of stuff no yeah it's interesting no. and then my off my cubicle backed up to an office but I feel like they built this office out of I don't know styrofoam maybe like I could hear everything that occurred in this office. And they said apparently that they had to give this office to these people because they were on a lot of phone calls and, you know, there was HIPAA and you couldn't, Mm. you know, talk about certain things. And, you know, I respect that. So they got an office, but I feel like they put the walls up, just made a styrofoam. 
and they didn't actually like do anything make a real wall and right. so I could hear as the back like the back of my head was hitting their wall to their office right and I could hear everything they were doing everything they were saying the only time I couldn't is if I had my own earphones in or if I was on the phone you know if I'm talking right. then I don't really hear it so at one point I brought a fan just to drown out the noise of, you know, behind, like, so I can focus and I don't really want to hear their business either. Right. And, um, but it starts at like eight in the morning and I would hear this noise and I was like, what is that? I thought it was a machine at first. And then I was like, no, and then I would, it would stop for a few minutes. I think it, it was, they were eating or something. And then all of a sudden it would start up again. And I kid you not, every 15 seconds, this dude was clearing his damn throat every 15 seconds. And one day I was messaging my coworkers on teams and I was probably messaging you too, that, mm -hmm. I, I mean, what was it like seven times in one minute? I think. Yeah. We're like, uh, again, 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 yeah. again, I wish I could have recorded it. Like it was that bad and you think oh no it couldn't possibly be that bad it was that bad like I wanted to go do you have a medical problem because you need to get some medication or some cough drops or some lozenges and so here I thought oh it must be like me like right now I'm sure you hear that I can't stop sniffling because allergy season is upon us it's spring and no matter where you live it's insane so I'm particularly congested this week and so, yeah, okay, I'm sniffling and I'm probably a pain in the neck to be in the office with. I swear to you, this dude did this every 15 seconds for three months, three months. I was going to be clinically insane by the time it was done. I had to put in earbuds and I had to listen to music all day long because I couldn't. And even sometimes through the earbuds, through the music, I could hear it. Like, I think at one point you messaged me and you were like, should I give him something for this? I didn't know, like, could I anonymously just tape some fucking cough drops to the wall, right? Like to his door so that when he came, comes in in the morning, like he had some damn cough drops. Oh my God. Or a lollipop or something. I, you know, it, it only stopped when he ate and he's a skinny guy. So he didn't eat a lot. So every now and then we have like a, you know, like a big call where you, the whole you know, group of people will be on it. And so every now and then we still hear it on the call. Like they'll clear their throat and then they'll talk on the conference call. And my coworker thinks it's hysterical because she heard it a little bit, but she was like the next cubicle over. And then the front cubicle, she couldn't hear it at all. It was just subtle enough that like the back of my head was just, oh. It was like right there. Yeah, so she, my middle coworker heard it a little bit, but so she, she just thinks it's hysterical and I don't maybe I have like a sensory disorder or something but I, for three months five days a week every 15 seconds I'm told like I I have a very hard time like working from home has been kind of a struggle because normally like at work like I like having all of those distractions but it's that one sound that you just you can't drown out like I can drown drown, drown out a lot of noises mm -hmm. but like right now this fan is clicking and I can hear it now it would drive me nuts if I had to hear it all day I'm sh but I would probably be able to drown out everything else like mm, maybe not the, the guys that are redoing the roof behind us you know and their Spanish music I mean you know even like that out, but could be like background noise ish right right so like a <clears throat> All right, I'm going to do that. You just finish the rest of the podcast and I'll, I'll clear my throat every 15 seconds. Oh my God, I would lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, that, that it poses a challenge and I, you know, I, I use my coping skills that I learned as a social worker to put some earbuds in and try to, you know, it out. It and pray for him and leave him some cough drops and yeah. 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 There was um, one of the nurses that I used to sit by, like I, cause we do everything, you know, we do follow up calls with our patients after they've been discharged and whatnot. So the, this one nurse, she sat um, very close to me. Every time I moved, I was 
pretty much in earshot of her. I could hear her over everybody. And I could always hear her saying, fresh is best. <laughs> like, you don't want to eat canned vegetables. Fresh is best. Oh. And like, you know, every time I open a bag of, like, frozen vegetables, I'm like, fresh is fresh best. Is best. <laughs> She's trying to help the CHF patients not have sodium in their canned vegetables. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so, like, I'm like, fresh is best. Oh my gosh. I think frozen is probably okay too, but canned is a no-no. Yeah. Yeah. Canned is a no-no. Right. Exactly. Um, oh my gosh. It, I, I had thought about this when you were saying about like being at the end of the, the like row of the cubicles. So one of the desks that I sat at, and I used to joke with the other social workers on my team, if you came in to our building and like it was a mass shooting, I would have been the first one gone. Because as soon as you opened the door, like it was rows of cubicles. We're talking over like probably 70, 80 cubicles. But if you, I was basically at the end of the row. So every time the door swung open, I saw it open and I was like ready to like, I had a plan. Like if somebody breaks this door down, I'm going out the back way. So one of the job roles that we did where we were calling patients that may, um, that answered these calls that we made out that they had been, you know, had sadness or hopelessness or whatnot. So I'm calling and I'm in the middle of a call and all of a sudden I see like three people come running towards me and my heart is like racing and I'm like, am I supposed to be hanging up somebody like coming in? Like what the hell is going on? So I'm like, okay, okay. And then I'm like, I hang up the phone and, and, you know, we're in a cubicle and everything. Well, the person on the other side of the wall who I couldn't hear because the phone was up to my ear had an emotionally distressed person on the call and they were running to go back her up because, you know, you need to have somebody else calling, well, you know, the, the, our protocols and everything. But I literally was like having a panic attack. Like, I'm like, oh my God, they're coming to get me and I'm on the phone. Do I hang up? Do I pretend that the call ended? What do I do? Like, I went into like freak out mode. Right, like who's more important, saving my own life or not scaring the person on the other end of the phone? Right, right. Like we literally just, I was like, ladies, don't worry. I'll take one for the team apparently because somebody comes in here. And then it, you know, and I, and then after it, you know, we had this whole, you know, talking to everybody, making sure everybody felt okay after the call. And I'm like, they're like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I just have like five people come running to my desk. And I'm on the phone and I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on during this whole escapade? Um, <clears throat> but, you know, along, along it, though, we were able to get the person that was on the call help and everything. But whew, let me tell you, it was like, I, I did not know how to compose myself for a few minutes. Yeah, that's like when the lady ran to the office with pulling out her IV and there's blood everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to keep working. I'm getting the heck out. I'm hiding under the desk. There was no way out. Like, I was like, I, I need to go. <laughs> I'm not even the one that does the call. I need to go. <laughs> Did you ever have, um, like, what is, is it a code? Yeah, I don't even have my stuff with me. Like a code yellow or whatever, like a mm. lockdown, whatever the lockdown. Yes. I, oh my God, I kid you not. It always happened on the days that I needed to leave. And it always happened, like, literally, I'm walking to the door to leave. Mm -hmm. And they're like, lockdown, can't leave, because there was, like, an active shooter in the area or something. You know, they use yeah. that code, whatever color it is, I can't Silver or, or yellow yeah. or something, yeah. So me and this other therapist, not when I say therapist, she was a PT, her and I always got stuck guarding the doors and the doors that we were guarding weren't like sturdy. It was straight up glass doors. You have two women <laughs> in long hallways that we don't have phones on us because there's nothing around. Yeah. We're manning doors. And I'm like, seriously, whenever she and I worked late, it was like, we need to get out of here at like five Oh five. Yeah. Because 510 shit's gonna hit the fan and then and they keep you till like 7 or 7 30. Yes, yes and I'm just like come on because you can't leave and then I felt terrible because I was manning this door and this patient's son went out to go have a cigarette mm -hmm. and I'm like I can't let you in and then I'm like you know what 
screw it. Like, I know this guy. Like, I literally was in his room just talking to him. Yeah. He went out to have a cigarette. I've watched him. I'm like, I'm not supposed to let you in. Get in. Go. <laughs> I didn't see you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and if you are shooting people, let me leave. <laughs> no, yeah. just- let me go out the door while you're doing <laughs> So, speaking of saving yourself, so I had an intern who was like probably my favorite intern in the whole world. She was very sweet, very young, um, didn't have a lot of experience, but had a really great attitude and was amazing. Was just totally amazing. So she was probably one of my last interns because after you have someone like that, you can't really have anybody else. So it was her first day and I had left her upstairs and I went downstairs to get a cup of coffee at the coffee shop and they called a code yellow or something not the shooter one but like the lock facility lockdown mm-hmm. so like someone was trying to skip i don't know whatever the case was and um the coffee shop is right at the lobby to like the office building attached so um i walked the heck out i left her i went to the parking lot i said peace out <laughs> from the door <laughs> I was closer to the door than I was to the office like to save myself right or to see and my husband was working out of town and like it wasn't like I could um like I had no backup for my kid like nothing right so like if I get stuck in here all day and I you know I can't leave for 12 hours like you know they say that well you have to be prepared to stay yeah, you have to wait until it's clear yeah well I, I couldn't wait so I left and it was like 9 a.m I mean we barely started the day so I was on the and so I went out and I just sat in my car and I said, hey, just text me when it's all clear and I'll come back. In. <laughs> I felt so bad after the fact. And so clearly I'm a selfish person and I'm not a good social worker because when faced with life and death, I chose to get the hell out of us. <laughs> like I said, I had like, I knew, and, and maybe it's just, I'm crazy, but like, I'm one of those people, like, I can't sit with my back to the door. Like, I have to, like, I, I like, I'm observing everybody. And I remember what the people are wearing. I, it's like, I don't know. It's just, like, instilled in me to do it. And so every time I get into an office, I'm like, okay, how did I come in? How can I get the fuck out? Like, <laughs> I'm not staying here all day. If I don't know an evacuation plan. Right. I know, I know. I need to know where the best, the easiest way out. Yeah. Yeah. I need to know exits and bathrooms. I'll tell you what though. Now, two kids, a dog, some other random like farm animals later, I'm staying in. I will be locked in there all day because it's a vacation from my house. <laughs> I'm not running anymore. I changed, I changed my response plan. <laughs> I have a <laughs> I have a really good team. I would not be in mind being stuck with them for 48 hours. I mean, think about it, right? Like the girls that I was gonna get stuck with, besides my intern who was lovely and amazing, like there was like one or two of them that I liked. The rest made me want to pull my damn hair out. Like I if there was ever a chance that I was gonna become an alcoholic, it was while I was in that particular role. And so like it was just not a healthy environment. I had to go, I had to get out anyway. So I just yeah you know, went outside hoping, hoping they'd fire me. <laughs> but, you know, having a good team really does kind of make it for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, I, I can't tell you, like, there have been times where I have almost paid my pants just because my team has made me laugh so hard. Like, our team is notorious for um, handcuffing somebody on their last day to their chair. Legit. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, um, I don't know if this is legal. Whatever, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've handcuffed people. Um, actually, one of the gals who <clears throat> worked with me. Um, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, decided to save a bird on her lunch break and she put the bird in her scrubs pocket and brought it in the building oh my god and literally sat for a good while with this bird in her pocket until a nurse heard it make a noise 
And then this said nurse needs to get rid of that bird. So she found a um, like a box to put the bird in. You know, you would think, okay, well, let me put the bird, you know, I would put the bird because it was a small bird. It wasn't a very big bird because it fit in a scrub pocket, right? So like maybe it fell out of a out of a nest, like put it at the bottom of the tree or put it at the bottom, you know, somewhere nearby, right? Where you found it, right? Yeah. So no, she put it on a box in her car and rolled her windows oh. down. And then um, no. when she went to go leave. She called, I guess, a um, like a bird sanctuary or something, like some somewhere where they take injured animals, whatever. And it got out of the box and just bounced. It was like, yeah, like I, I don't know, but it sat in. I don't know if it just needed to get warm. Maybe it was cold and it needed to get warm, and it got warm in the car in the box. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say like that, like a raccoon climbed into her car and then ate the bird. No, 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 no. Like it, it, like she, the guy, the people came to get him, and there it goes. Oh my god! Yeah, when they, I was like, I can't believe this. Like it was talk for a while about the bird in the pocket, and that's when we were kind of like. Yeah. But like the bacteria, oh man. Right. Now, and I mean, I understand wanting this. I'm not saying you should have left it there to die. I, I mean, I'm not a fan of birds. I already told my husband if I'm reincarnated as a bird, I'm going to commit suicide. So, <laughs> like, I, I do not like birds. I think they're gross. Um, they're pretty to look at, but I don't want, no. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know what, she did all this work to try to save this bird, and he just, like, bounced. Who knows, a hawk could have got it after it, like, fled. Yeah, know? I mean, it could have died anyway after all that. But, like, maybe put it in a little box and, like, hide it by the door outside of work, right? right. And, like, check on it. Yeah. But put it in your pocket. And then, like, going into an office complex, like, some people, I mean, not, oh. Like I said, bird flu i mean i could think of plenty of yeah i mean they could have started a new pandemic with that right exactly we would have been on lockdown a lot sooner mm -hmm. bird <laughs> i have very low standards for coworkers, but i might have to add that i have a list of requirements to be my coworker um, because now that i've been there the longest i pretty much get to say yes i will work with them or no i won't um, you know, within reason, of course, I don't hire people, but if I have a choice of three people, I could pick, you know, who's my favorite. And they're pretty good about, you know, giving us input, right? Right. So low standards. So I'm adding, will not bring in dead animals to my list. That's a very, very firm boundary. Um, you know, being able to find your way in and out of the hospital is, is a positive one too, because I've had a few of those. Um, you got to make sure they can find their way to the cafeteria and to the cafe because yeah. you don't want to miss, you don't want to miss nacho bar and yes. you don't want to miss the amazing cookies at the cafe. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, being able to find your way, like if I am separated from you in the hallway too, that, mm. that helps. Like, don't call me lost from another unit. Um, that doesn't work for me because it's not a huge place that I work at. Um, you know, I mean, there's the basics, right? Like being able to use a computer yeah. because we do electronic charting, right? So I mean, knowing that you can't push the volume button on the desk phone and expect it to change the volume on the computer. <laughs> and then no. talk to yourself while it's like, and not be, not understand why it's not working. I don't understand why it's not working. So I don't know if you guys have the same desk phones, but you know, if you, if you're hung up, right, you're not on the phone because she's on the uh -huh. computer, right? right? And she's trying to raise the volume on the computer. And so she's using the button on her desktop phone. Okay. And do you know what happens when you push that button if it's hung up? No. 
it, it <laughs> you should try it tomorrow um oh yeah you're not you're still working from home uh, try it next time you're in the office yeah the phone kind of looks the same like they have the like they have a um, assimilation i guess i don't know what you want to call it i'm not technical by all means but we have a phone that's on our computer oh yes similar to our desk phone yes <laughs> so if you push the volume up or down button on your desk phone when you're not actually on it uh -huh. um, it will ring because it changes the ringer yes because it's changing the ringer volume okay yeah right I've done. so she's trying to make the computer louder and she's pushing <laughs> i wish this was a video cast on a podcast because <laughs> just to see your face like it's gonna get better so she pushed the volume up button to try and make the the computer louder and it's not working but now the phone is ringing because she's pushing the phone button and so then she picks up the phone and says, hello, this is so-and-so, how may I help you? But of course no one's there. Right. Because she wasn't, it wasn't actually ringing. <laughs> so she's like, man, all these people keep calling me and hanging up on me. Yes. <laughs> and like, like how long do you let it go on for right like if I really like you I fix it immediately but I didn't really like this person and it is what it is I'm going to hell because of it but I didn't really like her so this went on for three cycles until she figured out that um maybe the phone wasn't ringing like no offense like I love my mom she is totally not tech savvy I mean it's not her generation but like I'm on my mother's voicemail and it's so creepy when I call and like I hear myself and I'm just like well this is weird but like she so she's got hearing aids and when her phone rings her hearing aid rings I oh can that's cool in her ear I'm like your phone's ringing <laughs> that's cute though and she's like I don't know where it is but she can hear it. <laughs> oh my God, the poor thing. Well, but she's also not trying to hold down a full-time technical job. This is true. This is true. Right? I mean. <laughs> so does she take pictures of what she, what she wants to send to somebody with her cell phone? Like. If she had a tablet in front of her instead of doing screenshots, oh. take a picture with No, I think she might have known how to screenshot. She was oh, really she... good with her cell phone, which was odd. Yeah, because tech, the cell phones I find today, I mean, granted, I don't have an Apple. I, my sister has an Apple, and I can't figure it out to save my life. I have an Android, but I have an iPad, and I can navigate my iPad because there's only a few things on there. My Kindle my magazines, and now my kiddo likes to play Farmville, so we play Farmville, <laughs> but, but that's interesting. She's tech savvy on her phone. Yeah, but couldn't figure out, like, the computer and the desk phone, and, I, you know, and at what point, like I said, I, I just let it go because, I, you know, and then one time, every now and then she had trouble with her phone. One time she left her phone on, like, she answered her phone because our boss was calling her, and um, she left it. She couldn't figure out. She didn't know she didn't hang up. And so, like, she's talking. And then my boss texts me and says, I can hear you in the office because your coworker didn't hang up her phone. And again, like, I'm like, how long do I let this go on? Because I'm either going to laugh or I'm going to, like, if I have to tell her, I'm not going to be nice because now I don't but, like, like was she Was she saying anything mean? Like, anything justifying? Like, no. She hangs up the phone and she's like, God, she's a big pain in the ass. No, she couldn't even figure out how to answer the phone. Like she missed the call or so she thought, but she answered it. And then she put it down like on the desk and was just going about her day. I just can't, you know, like I said, the, the list of requirements is minimal. So you can't be able to, you have to be able to raise the volume on your, your computer. You have to be able to not bring in dead animals. You have to be able to find your way in the, in the building we can't if I lose you you can't you know be lost after three years of working there um and you know I mean it would be really good if you didn't need to be like potty trained like I, I would prefer like being toilet trained as, as a requirement so you you don't want them to be incontinent is what you're saying yeah 
you know, and I'm out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my daughter might also be out too. Um, I just feel like maybe, maybe, and it hasn't happened to me yet. And so here I am, you know, making fun of something that could happen to me in the future. But even if, like, let's just say that you got sick, right? Have you ever gotten sick at work? I've been sick at work oh, yeah. a million times. Oh, I've yeah. thrown up at work. Like, mm-hmm. whether it was from pregnancy or the stomach flu, like, I've thrown up and I'm like, I gotta go, right? Like, right. if I get sick at work to any of those degrees, it's time to go. There right. is no if, ands, or buts, maybe a pun intended, but like, we're going. So, my coworker gets sick at work and maybe or may not make it to the bathroom. <laughs> oh my God. And comes back with a paper towel in her hand wrapped up in with towel? underwear wrapped up in it apparently and then she tells commando. right so now i know that she's commando because she's got underwear in her hand wrapped up in a paper towel now i know that she didn't make it to the bathroom and then she tells us this and then she's like well i'm gonna try to stick it out and not go home no, no you have to go home like you gotta go yeah. Yeah, you just soiled your pants. Like, I'm sure if it's on your underwear, it is probably on your pants. Yeah, yeah. So, and again, I'm. It's never happened to me, but I have gotten sick at work before, and I'm like, gotta go. I'm sick. Get me out of here. You know, like just say, oh, she's like, well, I can't get a hold of the boss. I think she's off today. I was like, I will vouch for you. Go home. Go home. Like there's take no shit and leave. <laughs> like literally, take your shit and leave. Literally, like go. <sighs> I just you know the the bar's low. No, to, even if we're not saying be continent, okay. Let's just let's take that out. Just know that if you shit your pants, you have to go home. How's that? Is that a reasonable compromise? I think that's a reasonable. I think that's a reasonable. Re- that's yeah. Good. You know, I know things happen, shit happens, but you know, like, I mean, literally, but like, if that happens, like, no offense, but like, if I shit myself, if I ever am at that point in life and I shit myself and I'm meeting my friends for lunch because I have this long going dream that I'm going to be a lady that lunches, you know, and I'm going to play tennis and I'm going to have... 10 carat diamond uh, tennis bracelet when I hit my backswing, you know, you can, I just blind people, right? Like I have this great idea. So like if, even if I'm at this point where I'm playing bridge because I'm retired and I shit myself, I'm bouncing. Like, I'm not going to stick around. Like, I'm going to be like, you know what? I gotta go. Yeah. I stomach hurts. I don't feel well. Like excuse yourself like a lady. Right, like I'm not gonna be like, "Hey guys, I just shit myself." I think I'm gonna hang tight and stay the rest of the day, though. But whatever you do when you get home, don't forget to take the shitty underwear out of your purse and don't bring it back to work the she next day. In her purse, like I'm throwing that shit out, like literally. Like that just goes into the like that legit like unless it's like her only well, like, it's clearly not her only pair of panties because she came to work the next day. But, um, well, I mean, but like, oh, my he came God. to work the next day with oh, the panties still in the purse. And are they, can I ask this question? And maybe, maybe mm, you don't know this information. Please tell me they weren't just wrapped up in a paper towel in her purse. Like there was, it wasn't in like a plastic bag. Cause you know, like they had those little plastic bags they put samples in and they send it to the lab. No, no, no. I'm know. shaking my head now for those of you that can't see. No. No. So literally she had shitty panties wrapped up in a paper towel in her purse. Well, I mean, supposedly I think she washed them out, but yeah, but still, it still sits there. Like, they, they, like, uh, come on, let's, let's You've potty trained cool. kids before, right? Like we've all seen it. Potty trained kids. Like that shit stays in stitches. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> we, we, we often throw underwear away at our house when we're potty yeah. trained. Like there's some that just doesn't survive. Right. Like, Oh, let's see what else is important. Oh, you know what else is important? That you don't hit reply all on emails. Oh my God. Oh, see, we should, we should be like, literally like we should work together. Mm -hmm. Because like, 
my big, oh my God. Oh. Like, so I'm on like list because I'm in leadership. So I'm in like listservs for like chronos and like all these other things that like leadership team meetings, like, hey, these people in this Excel spreadsheet that's attached have not taken XYZ classes or they need, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's sent out to the whole system, which is well over 20,000 people, right? And somebody hits reply all. And then as soon as they hit reply all, one person responds, reply all, I don't think I needed this information. And then it like cycles down. So like 30 emails later, I'm literally like, <laughs> like, I can't do it. I can't. And when I worked in the office, I always felt like somebody was trying, and, 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 it's, and it's probably not what was happening, but in my mind, I had this idea that like, Everybody one-on-one up. So like, you know, maybe leadership bought pizza for everybody, right? So like, you want to send out a mask. Thank you, right? So one person, you know, um, pizza's in the, you know, the, the leadership sends out this mask email to everybody. Go grab your pizza, blah, 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 blah. You know, thanks for doing all you do, right? As soon as lunch is over, one person responds. And then it's like everybody after that. And it's like, it was like somebody had to one-up the person before. So it had to be a little more fancy than like, hey, thanks for the pizza. You know, like me, I'm not going to reply all to that. I'm just going to go to the office and be like, hey, you know, that pizza really was awesome. Thank you so much. Like, I appreciate it. You know, the teams really appreciate it. And that's how I leave it. But no, you get 30 emails and our cubes were half cubes. So, and I'm, I'm, I always sat with my chair up high. So like, I literally chest up. And one day it was like the 15th email. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, and everybody just like looks looked at, you. at me. <laughs> I'm done. Well, we've had that situation as well where people send emails, um, but they don't, it wasn't a reply all. It was just send it to everybody because we can, I guess, right? Yeah, like they put the all systems or whatever. Like, yeah, so yeah. like if your college team is in the playoffs, they'll let you wear like your college sweatshirt to work, right? Or if you're, right. um, you know, maybe if the local school is playing in a game or, you know, and you want to show your team spirit or maybe your, you know, city is in like the finals for baseball or something and you want to wear your jersey or something, right. right? And so like usually the boss will send that out, right? Like, hey, you can wear something something tomorrow and this happens throughout the years because you know every city takes turns kind of getting a team that's in the finals for something or you know going to a championship like for the team like the people in the hospital they get to wear something other than you know just kind of social support yes yeah so anyway so and that's great like I'm totally okay with that. And if you want to come to work in your jersey for that local team, great. You want to come to work with your car decked out for that local team, whatever, it's not my car. Like, go for it. You know, if you want to have permanent paint put on your car for your local team, that's fine. But please don't reply to the message from the boss to the entire place, right? Like 25, 50,000 people, whatever it is. Right. With like the game stats and the plays that they did the night before and how many scores and points and how many home runs and how many goals and how many field goals just don't because I really could care less. Like if it's not my team that I went to college for, I really don't give a shit to be really honest. And if they won or not, I'll find out on social media. I don't need you to fucking announce it in a freaking email at work. I don't care. I mean, I know where you went to college and I wouldn't want to know about shit either. (laughs) Look, I went to your college too at some point. (laughs) Well, you don't have to worry about anything there. (laughs) They're not winning anything anytime soon. (laughs) We we had one year. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But like, I just don't understand. So this went on for like a whole season and like, I don't care if you were the daughter of the owner of this basketball team. Like, I don't care. 
I really don't. I don't care if your husband is the basketball team lead player and he's making $22 million a game. I don't care. Don't send me this email. Are you sure? I promise. (laughs) So then just when I think it's over because basketball season finally ends, they finally get their, you know, champion, they win, they whatever, everyone celebrates. They take a picture outside the hospital with everybody wearing their basketball jerseys. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And I text I text uh, Christina and I'm like, thank God we never have to see one of those emails again. Well, wouldn't you know, like three weeks later, the soccer team gets in the finals. (laughs) And guess what happens again? But I feel like those, like, that wasn't their, like, niche. So they weren't as bad. Yes, like I will say like basketball like, was definitely the favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, oh yeah, you could tell that that's like their jam and that like soccer was, okay, yeah, soccer's good. You know, I, I find I, whatever, like I, I think it's a bunch of actors running around kicking the ball because they're so dramatic. But, um, but I mean, nothing against soccer players, but, you know, but it was definitely downplayed. It was milder. I will give, I will give them that. It was milder, but it's still, it was like PTSD because now I have like a traumatic memory. Yeah. And I don't think, and I, even though they were mild, like it was like, Hey, they won, they're going to whatever, you know, like, I think some were missed. Like, I don't think all the, granted, I don't follow it. So maybe it just seemed like that. I don't know how many games there are in soccer. So yeah, I'm not. I, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like it was less, and maybe, yeah, there was a game or two that they didn't um, give the play-by-play on. But then I stopped watching even at home because I just knew I'd find out in the morning when I got to work. Yeah, you could get a play-by-play the next day. Yeah, and and save so much time. I, it saved me all of the time watching it. I just got the review the next morning, and that was that. And then I could say I saw the game. Oh yeah, did you see that game? Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about this play? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Can you believe this stat? Yeah. Right. I could probably tell you the dude's weight and height from the emails that we got. Yeah. That was, that was pretty dramatic. Luckily though, I don't think anybody replied all to those emails. So no, cause I think either people just read them and deleted them or they just didn't care. They deleted before. I mean, like what makes you think that like, that's your job. Like that's your role. Like, like this person's position was not like, cheerleader for the company like it it definitely wasn't like this person had a professional role and a job to do I mean don't get me wrong I like my sport like I I do like I really do but I would never like on the days where they would say hey wear your jersey or whatever or wear your t-shirt you know like I would support my college I would you know I would go along with it like I am in the sports but I would never send out a message email like that on a regular basis granted none of my teams are really you know fantastic (laughs) you know know what I should do since I don't really do sports except maybe my college too but maybe I should do it like every time I go to a good concert I could like send out an email that said hey there was this great concert they played this and this and this song last night we could oh, do that. I could totally do that. Yeah. I love concerts. They need to bring those back. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I think I'm jonesing. I heard that um, um, there's a few. Is it is it the boy bands that are coming back? Like Jonas Brothers are coming. They're scheduling stuff for 2022, I think. I need to get my new kids fixed. <laughs> Uh, is it Backstreet Boys that started? Somebody started rescheduling. Yeah, it probably was because I think they were going on tour. They had put out a CD. I was never a big Backstreet fan. A Backstreet. Yeah, Backstreet. Yeah. I was going to call them Back Boys, but that's probably a a dirty video somewhere. That too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh. So what what are we what are we going to do? Does anybody else have any um? bad coworker stories, please feel free to um, send them to us on Instagram or email. Um, We'll have our email and our Instagram information at the end of every episode. So you can write it down or 
um, click through it. If you're listening on Spotify or Anchor, you should be able to just click right on our podcast and uh, submit stuff that way too. Yeah. I'm kind of excited though. Like I know we've we've only been doing this for like a month. We have 60 followers. Yeah. <laughs> we should celebrate when we get to 100. We so should definitely like celebrate. Maybe we should like have our logo uh, made into like a decal and mail it out to somebody when we get to 100 followers. Yeah, that would be fun. We could do like a contest. Yeah. You could put it on your wine glass. There we go. Yeah, yeah, see see look at that we are just brainstorming right here while we're talking to you guys and this is totally how it works 24 yeah. <laughs> ideas and we text each other <laughs> like hey do you want to talk about this on our podcast although i the some of the fun stuff is when we get to tell the stories that we didn't plan like that i had never heard like who the hell puts a bird in their freaking pocket like right, exactly like we talk it out like we debrief you know and run things down so we you know we can bring down you know, there's some things that like neither one of us have heard from each other and yeah value and yeah it's definitely yeah. work worth I mean Pat, we've been doing this next month is our anniversary our anniversary for work oh is it that's right well it's mine I know we always celebrate April I'm um, April 15th yeah. yeah I'm April 16th oh oh heart yay so <laughs> I mean, in all these years, we've got a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, we haven't even scratched the surface. And I like today's episode because it was pretty, um, like it doesn't, you don't have to be in the medical field or you don't have to be a social worker. Like I feel like today's episode, you could share with any of your friends that work in an office or who have worked in an office or who have watched an office show or who have. Oh, and I know several of the listeners, they have some fantastic coworker stories. I know them because they have told me over wine. <laughs> please, someone, <laughs> please, someone else, come someone else. on our podcast and tell me that your coworker shit their pants because I cannot be the only one who lived through this. Like, I need to commiserate with someone else. So, please, if yes. your coworker has ever shit their pants, please email me so that I can feel less alone, please. <laughs> and for the record, I was not the coworker that shit their pants. <laughs> I mean, if you work from home and your kid did that, I, that would kind of count too, I think, because they're yeah. kind of your coworkers. Yeah. No, when we were potty training, I we did the whole like no pants, no underwear. So he legit like ran around the house naked for a long time. He was doing good with skiing. And then all of a sudden he comes downstairs and he's like, mommy, daddy, I pooped. And I was like, oh, you pooped? Yay. Not Yay. on the potty. He's like upstairs in the playroom. I'm like, no. <laughs> But that was before I work from home, so it doesn't count. Yeah, no, it doesn't count. No, that did happen when I was working from home because he did not start potty training until quarantine. Uh oh. I think. Hmm. It might have been around that time. I can't um, remember. I feel like. Oh, have class. you lived? Have you lived in a lot of places? Have I? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I've lived here. Well, my well. Are you saying like houses or like cities? No. I was. I no. Yeah. So I mean, I've lived in a few different cities. Not like majorly, you know, but a couple different states, few different state cities, throughout my life, and I've always been able to find my way to the airport. So that I'm putting that on my requirement for coworkers that are able to find their way to the airport because one time my coworker did not could not find her way to the airport and then she canceled her vacation and I was so freaking excited that I didn't have to see her for a week and then she canceled her vacation. She couldn't get to the airport? Because she couldn't find the airport. So I have a buddy. I love him dearly. He is the godfather to my son. He is my husband's brother from another mother. Like, I love him dearly. We are literally, like, probably very close to that civil, like, sibling rivalry. Like, we, he knows how to push my buttons and I know mine. We joke and say the only thing we agree on is ice cream and cake. <laughs> so, um, like, mint chocolate chip and carrot cake, like, those are our jams. And that's, oh like, the thing do it, right? So, but in the, like, 
19 years I've been around him, we've grown to really love each other. But he's an Eagle Scout. We have been going to games, like football games, for years. And for those years, I kid you not, every week, like this went on. Do I go this exit or do I go that exit? I'm oh like, my God. You're an Eagle Scout. Like, I'm like, I'm half, I'm like half blind and I can find my way <laughs> there walking with a stick. I don't even like, have my glasses on. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. No, couldn't but find her way to the airport. Yeah, that's, that is a good requirement. Because if she can't find her way to her airport, she can't find her way to her car, she can't find her way... To- oh! I forgot the time she locked herself out of her car. Oh, that's right. That was yes! Funny. This is classic! <laughs> oh, man, this is bonus bonus part of the episode. Bonus part of Before we end we here, I'll talk. We haven't lost him by now. <laughs> yeah, if they haven't quit by now. Okay, so... That's another coworker requirement. You can't um, you gotta be able to find your way to the airport, um, and you gotta be able to um, find your way into your car. Because my coworker bought a car and wanted this new car. She wanted to save money on gas, so she spent all this money on a new car instead. I don't really know how that like evens itself out, but whatever. It was saving her money on gas, and it was one of those fancy new cars where you don't have to put the key in the ignition to turn it on. So. We had run out because my car had a flat tire and I had run to like the tire place, dropped off the, t- the car. And then she picked me up and we drove back to work on our lunch break, which is not abnormal. Like I told the boss where I was going, we stopped for like, I don't know, Wendy's or something or McDonald's on the way back. And uh, it was some drive through and we get back to the office and we realize that we're late for a meeting, but it was like a phone meeting. So I was like, all right, well, we'll just call in from the car, like not from the car, but we'll call in from our cell phone as we're walking into the building and then we'll just transfer, you know, the call and call in from the office. So we're rushing. That was the story to basically say that we were rushing. And so we get back inside, we get on the meeting, everything goes great. The end of the day, she calls me and she's like, I locked myself out of my car. And I was like, what do you mean you locked yourself out of your car? She's like, oh, I left my keys in the car before we were rushing in for the meeting after we took you to the tire place and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh my gosh. So she's like, can you help me? I was like, I don't know anything about how, how to get your keys out of your car. And I said, let me call my husband because he's handy and he's local. And I feel bad because she's new to the area or supposedly new to the area and can't find her way to the airport. You know, you drop your car off to get a flat tire. Thanks. Right, right. And she was doing me a favor. So I, there was a level of guilt at this point. And so I'm like, okay, so I get another coworker to take me to get my car. And then I go pick up my kids because now my husband who was going to pick up my kids is coming to my job to try to break into her car for her. So, I mean, like she now has caused a circus here. And again, it's fine. I felt guilty. She was doing me a favor. I would have been fine with the circus because life is like this, right? Well, so my husband calls me like five minutes after I leave the the tire place and he's like, okay, I'm on my way. I can go pick up the kids. I was like, holy shit, that's fast. I said, you're going to get arrested for breaking into cars like this. I mean, like that was really fast. He's like, yeah, you know what I did? And I was like, no, what did you do? He's like, I lifted the handle. (laughs) And I'm like, you what? He's like, I lifted the fucking handle. She left her keys in the car. These new cars, they prevent you from locking yourself out. If the keys are in the car, it won't let you lock the door. So her door was open the entire time. She never even tried the fucking handle. So like, just because she couldn't find her keys, she assumed that she was locked out, but they were sitting right there in the center console and the door was unlocked. Well, she's lucky her car was there knowing that area. Right, and it didn't get stolen. But then it gets better. So she was so grateful to him that he couldn't bear to tell her that she was so fucking stupid that she wasn't locked out. So then she comes to work the next day raving about my husband and how amazing he is. A lifesaver. Which, I mean, he is. I'm, you know, I mean, who am I? Not say he's not. Credit due. Right. And how he <laughs> saved her and how he got her in. She doesn't know how he did it. And then she's like, how did he do it? Did he tell you what happened? Did you come up with a good scheme? And I was like, oh, no, we got real busy. 
like kids were crazy I, I didn't have time to talk to him but I'm so glad it worked out you know life is crazy sometimes we don't talk like I, I couldn't I mean what do you say right like what you're such a dumbass like she knows I don't like her but at the same time I'm not gonna say it was unlocked you dumbass and you made him drive out there for nothing right like I mean there is a point at where you have to be nice to your court you have to be nice like I mean oh god he should have told her that was my point he should have said something he should have said well your car was unlocked did you even try but Oh my. And when have we ever known my husband to not be blunt and honest? Why he right. chose that day with my crazy ass coworker to, to not be blunt or honest, it pissed me off. Maybe he felt sorry for her. That's how she gets through life. Okay, we gotta end this episode now because that just mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> so you gotta give her a little fountain. No. <laughs> Oh my. Let me just let me just put a disclosure. This coworker no longer works with me. Thank you, God in heaven. Because um, you did the you did the, the checklist. She got vetoed. She got voted off. Yeah, the she got voted off the island because it, it was just not working out. Real and quick, so I do love my new coworkers. Well, so I'm, what are we going to talk about next time? I don't know. We should play a game. Let's play a game. How about like, what's that word? I have to Google it again. Like the, the, those phrases that they tell you never to say to like a patient or a. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the circling the drain. Yes. Or they're in a better place or, you know, like the, the don't say this 101, these cliches. There you go. Cliche, like a, like cliche phrases. We could do that. I could quiz you on, I had a coworker that mostly spoken cliches in fact they could do a consult with more cliches than real words that's pretty amazing that's talent it is talent I mean it was definitely a talent but then you know after you see so many patients with them you could just recite their consult and their cliches and so that was always fun so I used to be like it was a game for me I'd try to say the cliche before they did just so that I could get it in there even though I knew it wasn't appropriate to say sometimes but yeah, that was fun. And and I have a list that I think we should read next week. All right, let's do it. A list of weird thing, weirdest things a patient ever said to you or a client. Oh, I've got a couple. Yeah. Like That's someone- the one part I do miss about not being impatient anymore mm-hmm. is the weird things that patients would say to me or just like oh, keeping your composure in those rooms. Oh man, that's my favorite. That's my favorite. I uh, yeah, yeah, and it's easier now with masks on though. Yeah, because you could kind of like your jaw could drop open and they can't quite yeah. tell. Right. Yeah. I needed sunglasses sometimes because I would like roll my eyes like that didn't just come out of your mouth. Yeah, I ha- I'll give a preview for next time. One of the one of my favorite things a patient ever said to me. So we were on like rounds as a team and we used to go room to room with all the disciplines like the dietitian, the doctor, mm. the nurse like the uh, charge nurses, whatever. Right. And so we walk into this room and it's like four girls, like four women, and then the male physician and the guy walks in and says, Oh doc, you brought all the pretty ladies in. And he's like, yeah, I brought all these pretty ladies in just for you. You know, like he was trying to build rapport Mm -hmm. with the patient and you know, we're, we're all, we all known each other for a very long time. So none of us were offended by any of this. And, um, I, however, was about eight months pregnant with my daughter. So I'm like waddling in there, you know, I'm standing, but I'm waddling. It's, we're getting close. And he said, he's like, well, yeah, they could all stay, but not that one. She's already done. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I'm like, Um, oh, thanks. It's all right. I didn't want to stay anyway. I'm going to go home to my husband. Yeah, I'm good. Peace out. And, and like that's the kind of language you know like that's what he meant like she's already done oh she's she's done yeah she's done you go thanks 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 a lot oh <sighs> yeah so that's i got i got a list of those i probably have at least 10 more so that'll be fun yeah i've definitely got a list all right well it was good to to uh chat with you again and catch up and share some of our funny stories with our listeners and we will work on a contest soon on social media yes and uh please send in your 
send in your, I know you are, I know who's listening. I know, I know some of you got some good juicy stories. You can't use any on me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute now. That's not fair. Look, if you have a story about when Christina shit her pants at work, you call me. I'll give you my personal phone number. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. Is Tom going to say goodnight? Yes, Tom. Is, where did he go? I moved him so I wouldn't knock him over. All right, Tom. Say goodnight. All right. See ya. Bye, everyone. You don't have to be a social worker or medical helping professional to enjoy this conversation. Anyone from any walk of life can tune in. Do you have a funny story about your work as a helping professional? Email us at socialworkerwinetime at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at socialworkerwinetime. The H is optional, like in our logo, because we might be drinking wine, but it's not optional in our email address and on our Instagram. Come and tell us your story. We may share your story on our next podcast. That's all for now. We're going to go dance it out like Meredith and Christina. Cheers! Cheers.